Hello people, this is Jonty, your co-host from the Tugphonics podcast here with an interview on behalf of Ventilate. Today our host Jack Hewson will be interviewing the hilarious stand-up comedian Ivan Aristogata. Alright, so let's hear it. Hey Ivan, thanks for joining me on the show today mate, how are you? Good Jack, thank you for calling me man. Not a problem. Look, Keep we're having me on your program. Uh, it's all good. We're very excited to have you on the show today and also to have you in the fine city of Adelaide in a couple of weeks. My favorite city. Ah, oh, that's Best. good to hear. Yeah, yeah, I live there. I don't know if you know this, but I lived there for four years. Oh, I, I did not know that. Australia. So, yeah, I migrated to Australia straight to Adelaide and uh, lived there for four years. And uh, I did comedy in English for the first time at the Rhino Room. Yeah, yeah. And. Um, I done, I, I've done stuff, um, a little ABC iView sitcom that was produced in South Australia. So I think I, 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 around Australia, I consider myself representing SA, South Australia and South America. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, we're very happy to claim you uh, as, yeah, as yeah. one of our own, for sure. Um, and so we'll get right into the, the comedy and the stand-up, as you were saying. You have such a great mixture of the true Australian experience as told from the viewers, both the local, as you said, and, and also yeah. as a, a foreigner as well. And it's a brand that Australian audiences have been loving since 2012. Has there been any standout highlights for you in your career since you started uh, performing in Australia? Well, uh, many, many highlights. Um, in, um, let's say... The first time, not only the first time, I've done the, the Melbourne Comedy Festival um, gala uh, four times. And um, I considered, because um, I, I, before coming to Australia, I was already doing comedy in Venezuela. Yeah. And um, I knew I was coming to Australia. And um, I started um, doing research about what, what the comedy scene was like in Australia. So I came across with the Melbourne Comedy Festival gala videos on youtube and i watched pretty much all of them up to the date that, that before migrating before to 2012 yeah and uh i i it was one of my goals to 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 perform in one of those galas and and every time that i get invited to do one of those i i kind of i i go back to that moment when i saw myself and wanting to wanting to be that since I was in Venezuela, and I'm always very, very grateful. So it's a, it's still a dream, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's really, really good yeah. to hear. Um, and as you said, you've you've been doing some TV uh, appearances as well. That ABC iView uh, show you mentioned, and a lot of people would have seen yep. you on shows like The Project and Have You Been Paying Attention and Husey, We Have a Problem, yes. plus a bunch of others as well. Um, how have you found the change from going? and doing the stand-up stage to being on, on shows like that? Oh, great question. Um, I think everything we do as comedians, uh, when you love stand-up, everything is towards stand So I want to be in the telly so people can come, to, mm -hmm. um, so people know who I am, so they can come to my live stand-up shows. I think uh, I've had this conversation with many comedians, and um, so we want to do our best. We want It's a different format. Is you you... You have to be funny in a different way. You cannot, you know, write your jokes and prepare your own material. In some interviews, you can sneak in a, 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 
a, a bit, a routine of a joke. Mm-hmm. But uh, in, in shows like Have You Been Paying Attention and um, Husey, We Have a Problem and Celebrity Name Game, uh, being funny, it's a different, it's a, for me personally, it's, it's, um, a, it's a bit harder than, than for, for a native English speaker because mm-hmm. um, time to think the words I'm going to say. I'm just going to go and, and, and trust in my English skills and just go for it. But sometimes I get stuck with the, with the word that I'm looking for in my mind and I can't remember the word that, I, that, that best suits the joke. Yeah. So it's very stressful. It's very stressful. Well, anyone that has watched them has obviously enjoyed you on there, and so you, you're doing a pretty good job. We can uh, rest assured oh, to say man. that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Uh, and so you mentioned just before that, before coming to Australia, you performed in Venezuela. Um, yeah, but for about five years. Oh, wow, four, five years. Four or five years. So you've yeah, been doing yeah. this for ages then. That's uh, Yes, yeah. Very impressive. So how, how does comedy in Venezuela differ from Australia, stand-up comedy, I guess. So um, the story in Venezuela is very interesting because in Venezuela, up until recent, in the comp- stand-up comedy as a scene in the nightlife in bars, wasn't a thing in Venezuela. There was only the comedians on, from the telly that uh, were um, part of sketch shows and comedy mm-hmm. sketch shows on national television then um and these guys had their solo shows um in different theaters so you knew they were funny from the telly and then you can see them live so um around let's see let's say around 2006 7 um a guy a Venezuelan guy who lives in Spain and the, the comedy scene in Spain is very good. There's a lot of comedy clubs. Um, started doing stand-up and he went, came back to Venezuela and he went, oh, there's no stand-up nights in bars and clubs in, in the country. And he started one. And that was a big coincidence with something political that happened at the time where um, the, the Chavez, the president at the time, was uh, closed a couple of TV stations because they were not uh, they were against um, the, the, the political views of, of, of him and he also closed some radio stations so a lot of comedians uh, a lot of uh, the comedy relief from from the media and it was a big coincidence that this guy started doing stand-up in the open a Monday night open mic in a bar and he got very popular very soon um, with, with not knowing exactly what to do because he was new and uh, no one in Venezuela had done it before. So he was giving new comedians instead of five minutes or three minutes, which is the, the usual for a, for a brand new uh, open micer, uh, he was giving 15 minutes for someone to go on stage and, and, and be funny and do jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was, I, I started doing that after a couple of years from, from from the very beginning, this guy started that up. And Mike, a friend of mine, was telling me, this man, you're very funny. You like to tell jokes. Um, you're very good with um, impersonations and stuff. Like, let's, let's start writing our, our, our own jokes. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, like, you know, Jerry Seinfeld. Let's do that. Thing. I can't believe it. And, um, like, any human can do that? Yeah, any human can do that. Like, I thought there was, like, special 
uh, um, you know, brilliant company <laughs> minds from the telly were the only pe- people uh, capable of doing that. And it's like, no, like, this is a craft, and you work on it, and you write your jokes, and it's like, wow, let's do it. So I followed my friends' advice, and we worked together. So in we, we my that friend of mine, he's very uh, methodical, and he was like, no, let's do the thing the right way before we go on stage, it's because people who go on stage are just being terrible at it. Let's let's do some research. So we did some research on writing and writing premises and 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 um, building tension and releasing tension and, and punchlines and, and and all other resources like the rule of three and, and, and metaphors and analogies and similes and all the stuff we we worked on it and um, when we went on stage for the first time we made a difference both of us because we we had the similar rhythm and timing of a of 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 a closer to a, what stand up sounded like mm-hmm. not, not just crazy guys going and talking with no goal for 15 minutes so another friend came along and and we became friends because he was also very methodical and very nerdy about the uh, subject and the three of us started doing comedy and we we did a uh, we produced our solo shows and we started um a couple of years later we we, we had a, a a little showcase of the three of us uh at a small theater in caracas and uh it made a difference people were coming to see the and we were selling out and it, it, it's we we became professional comedians too quickly uh, because in venezuela there was non Comedians and and the other thing because the other the, the 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 professional comedians from the telly they were charging a lot of money and 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 the situation of the country wasn't that um, still it hasn't improved since then uh, people didn't have much pocket money to go see shows we were charging a lot less than the professional comedians from the telly and uh, we we started getting more attention and and corporate gigs and we were charging a quarter or a third of where a guy from the telly was charging. So we, we, we started working a lot, like after two years of doing comedy, which is weird. Uh, like that doesn't happen. Like in in the, the, the normal uh, progression of a comedian, you, you spend two, three, even five years of making no money and doing open mics and then building your solid 20 minutes to be a support. Then you build, you have 40 minutes to be a headliner. You also start building your skills as an MC. And then after three or from two to five years, you start, uh, you know, getting paid as a headliner or, or, or an MC or, or, or started doing corporate gigs. So it's, um, it was, it was unreal, the experience. And then I arrived to Australia and I started all, all over again, open mics, one mic stand at the Rhino Room. Then little by little, getting my Adelaide comedy card with Craig Egan, and then Marion Hotel, Cranker Comedy, with Ross Voss. Doing the lot. Oh man, that's so awesome! It's really cool to hear your connection to the Adelaide comedy scene and the history you've had through all those different rooms and over mics as well. And it's particularly awesome to have you come back and do the French as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my first French experience was the Adelaide Comedy Next Gen, which is a um, 
is produced by Adelaide Comedy and which um, presents the potential potential up-and-comers of the Adelaide Comedy scene. And um, it was a great, great uh, learning experience. And um, I did the show at the Rhino Room that doesn't exist anymore because the old Rhino Room, the Rhino Room keeps, uh, it's in a different location, but the, the old building on From Street. And um, that was a beautiful experience. And I also got, uh, there's, uh, there's three ladies. Um, there's a local comedian called Kay Howard Jackson. Jackson, she's a she's 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 an immigrant from Hawaii, and um, herself and 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 three and uh, two other ladies uh, at the time when I was there, they had they were running this um, comedy grant called the Dave Grant Comedy Grant, that helped uh, new comedians in Adelaide to to produce their first solo show. So the year after Adelaide Comedy Next Gen, I did my very first solo show. Uh, and I, I won that grant and they, they gave me moral support and, and they paid for three nights of, of uh, venue rent. It was great. And then that year I got chose by the Melbourne Comedy Festival to do the Comedy Zone, which is the, the Melbourne Comedy Festival uh, equivalent of Adelaide Comedy Next Gen. And then that opened so many doors for me all over the, when you do the Comedy Zone, uh, the, the you can go to any club in Australia and say, I did the Comedy Zone and, and people will, will go, okay, there's, there's some future here. If, if, if the Comedy Festival is fighting for you, let's give you an opportunity. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's what I did. Then I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> then, I got, then I got divorced, I left Adelaide. Because <laughs> there was too many memories. <laughs> Um, so it's awesome that you are coming back to Adelaide and bringing your new show to the Adelaide Fringe. It's running from the 2nd to the 8th of March and then from the 10th to the 15th. Uh, and it's called Pinata. But before all that, you're going to be playing the Sammy D Foundation uh, Comedy Gala. Um, and I believe you uh, have done that before and it's a, a cause that's pretty close to you. Yeah, yeah. I've been part of the gala for, I think, five years already. And it's for a good cause, and um, sometimes being held at the town hall, sometimes at the Arkabar. But it's a it's a good good. Um, they bring education to to kids in in, in schools and their parents about uh, violence and bullying, and it's a it's a beautiful foundation. It's a it's a great cause. But, and then I'm gonna do my show, Piñata at the Garden. Unearthly delights. It took me so many years to to be able to pronounce unearthly. <laughs> it's a weird word. Well, the English language is weird in general, so you're fine. Unearthly. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so, do you have anything else that you'd like to plug while we're on the topic of things that you're working on? Yeah, yeah. I, I, wanna, I would like to plug something new that I just I started last night. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm doing a cooking show. Oh. I'm doing a cooking show called About This Much. It's self-funded. It's, it's shot in my own house in okay. Melbourne, and um, I've, I've recorded six episodes. I launched the very first one last night on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, and, I, and it's on YouTube, so people can go watch uh, about this much. The first episode is called The First Pancake, because the first pancake is always shit. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I'm making Japanese okonomiyaki, and um, it's a, it, this is a thing... 
I wanted to put more content out there, and this is uh, I, this is the content that I that I, I that I consume. I watch a lot of cooking shows. I I am a trained chef myself and a food awesome. technologist. So um, I'm happy to. This is making me happy. This is a, it's a com it's a comedy cooking show That's with brilliant. real cooking. Awesome, I like it. I'll be sure to include a link to that video so anyone listening to this can check it out afterwards as well. Uh, yeah, I'd like to see that. This is great. Thanks, man. <laughs> all good, all good. All right, so let's uh, let's get into the lightning round if you don't if you have anything else. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, favorite Australian food? Lamingtons. Ooh, good choice. All right, question two. Do you support an AFL team at all? Um, Port Adelaide. Oh, I'm a Crows man myself. That's all right. That's okay. We can still be friends. That's all good. <laughs> I, I thought so. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were a Crows fan. <laughs> well, it's good to have some variety on the show. Um, okay, so who's your favorite Australian comedian at the moment? Kitty Flanagan. Oh, she's great. I love her as well. Um, all right. Uh, the favorite place you've ever performed, um, where would that be? Palais Theatre. Mm. Mm. Kilda. Awesome. All right. And finally, your favorite movie at the moment. Favorite movie of the moment. Ooh, I got three. The, the, the three, the big three movies of this year, uh, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, and Parasite. I cannot, oh, let's say Joker. Ah, very good. Uh, I have to say I was a big fan of that one myself. Um, and that just about does it. So thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll see you in Adelaide real, real soon. Thanks a lot, Jack. Appreciate it, man. No problem, man. Have a good one. You too, my friend. Bye.